Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The American government is making access to the internet easier and cheaper. For May 11th, 2022, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Microsoft is looking to succeed where so many have failed, and after 109 days, Dark Souls servers are still down. On Monday, the Biden administration finally revealed the agreement they reached with 20 internet service providers to provide low-cost, high-speed internet to rural and lower-income households. As a part of the Affordable Connectivity Program, the U.S. government was already offering $30 a month subsidies to 10 million households to help combat the high costs of high-speed internet. Though the issue with $30 subsidies is that it didn't cover even a fraction of the cost of a basic plan. With the new agreement, 20 ISPs across the country, including Comcast, AT&T, and Cox Communication, to name a couple of the bigger ones, will now offer $30 plans with download speeds up to 100 megabits per second. Also, the ACP program does give those eligible for the subsidies a $100 stipend towards purchasing an internet-connected device. Which, to be honest, in the current tech market is a drop in the bucket to get something that can facilitate remote work or learning effectively. Overall, the ACP program is a good step in the right direction, but personally, with the internet being an essential service to facilitate work in school, it makes no sense to me that ISPs aren't considered utilities and regulated as such. People who scoff at the idea of regulations in the utility marketplace will continue to say it stifles innovation and competition, but I haven't seen these ISPs compete in any way since the birth of the internet, and most of us still have copper wiring running from the pole to our houses. So innovation hasn't been a driving factor for ISPs. All we've seen with the unregulated market of internet service is ballooning costs and lack of choice which doesn't benefit anyone except the ISPs themselves. According to the publication VentureBeat, Microsoft is going to try where so many have failed, dedicated cloud gaming devices. Sources told VentureBeat that Microsoft is planning on releasing a similar cloud streaming device to Google Stadia or the NVIDIA Shield sometime in the next 12 months. 
Sources also talked about Microsoft partnering with Samsung to develop an Xbox game streaming application for Samsung televisions. Unlike the other platforms that have tried and failed to varying degrees with their cloud gaming devices, Microsoft is betting on its large library of games on the Xbox Game Pass to be a key selling point for the new device. This new cloud gaming device and application for TVs also fits Microsoft's strategy as of late to get Xbox Game Pass onto every device possible. Overall, cloud gaming seems to be a growing industry despite the fundamental problems with these services, notably the high bandwidth usage and latency issues, which actually has more to do with internet service providers more so than the cloud gaming services themselves, which is slowly being addressed like we talked about in the last story. But ISPs are still not updating the internet infrastructure in a way to facilitate cloud gaming in the long run. Though with higher demand for these services, ISPs may be forced to start updating their outdated infrastructure. It has been 109 days since From Software and Bandai Namco have taken Dark Souls PC servers down due to a major exploit that was made public. To jog your memory from January, the exploit called Remote Code Execution allowed hackers to access private information and run malicious software in the background of unsuspecting Dark Souls players. After being made public back in January, From Software and Bandai Namco finally took the servers down to address the exploit. It was suspected before its release that Elden Ring may have had this exploit as well, but as of right now, no one has come forward with a way to use remote code execution in Elden Ring. Ever since the online servers have been taken down for Dark Souls, both From Software and Bandai Namco have been silent on their progress in fixing the issue. Despite many publications contacting both companies, FromSoft and Bandai Namco have remained silent. However, one Souls fan recently contacted Bandai Namco's support, asking when servers would be back online. And shockingly, they actually got a response, which reads, quote, I'm getting back to you in regards to your inquiry if the Dark Souls servers for PC will be back online. I'm happy to confirm that the developers are actively working on resolving the issue in question and relaunching the Dark Souls servers for PC as soon as possible. For the moment, we do not have an estimate of when this is expected to happen. So just another canned response. But it is odd that publications like PC Gamer, Kotaku, and Eurogamer are all being ignored by both Bandai Namco and From Software, especially when it's been 109 days since the servers went down, and there hasn't been any official word on their progress on fixing the issue. Hopefully the issue is resolved sometime this year, but to be honest with how slow this is going, I wouldn't hold my breath. Alright, well that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limitbreakradio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Tired? 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.